Hope is a Girl Selling Fruit, written by Amrita Das. I started out not knowing much, certainly not about the outside world. I could paint, but apart from that, there was not much I could do. And then it came my way, that sliver of a chance, which has made it possible for me to do this book. Life is strange. You never know what awaits you. It all started with my journey to Chennai to attend a bookmaking workshop. I had never travelled so far and I wasn't sure what to expect. Coming to the small town of Madhubani to learn art was about as far as I got from my village. Even that seemed a distant place at the time. But I did find a teacher whose ideas and art I loved. And there I began to learn to paint in my own way. At the workshop, I was asked to think of a story to draw. I didn't know where to start. I wanted to draw women, but what story would these women be part of? I thought of my own childhood and started to paint two girls under a tree. Here they are. They are dancing, happy to be jumping on the leaves. Everything is green. The leaves rustle pleasantly. The birds chirp. It's an idyllic scene. But was my childhood really like that? Was this the truth? Childhood. Mine was far from idyllic, though not untypical. I was responsible for a great deal when I was very small. And my girlhood passed even before I knew it. So where did that leave my story? I struggled with myself, talked things over with my friends and my teacher. But all I had were ideas. Nothing concrete. Then suddenly, out of nowhere, I thought of the girl on the train to Chennai. Of course I knew, at that moment, how I was going to tell my story. It is her story too. It all started when I met that girl's eyes. Poor, innocent eyes that said so much. Even while she was so silent. I saw her going up to her berth in the train. Almost as soon as she got on. She stayed up there, not eating, and I found myself wondering who she was, where she was going, why was she alone. There we all were, eating and talking, and I wondered if I should invite her to share our meal. Poor though she was, I felt that she might not like it, if I did. The poor do have pride. They don't ask, and they have nothing to offer in return. The smell of food must have floated up to her. My mind darted here and there. How could she go to sleep with nothing in her stomach? The first night on the train, well past midnight, I woke up and looked for her. She was not there. I panicked. Scenes from the last movie I had seen floated before me. Girls being kidnapped, sold, trafficked. I calmed myself down, thinking, she's just got off. Someone must have been waiting at a station for her. Maybe she has a real place to go to. In the morning, she was there again. She had a bit of food with her. Someone had given her something. I was glad she did have someone to call her own. The rich go their way and are what they are. I don't really care to know them. I'm not drawn to them. But the poor, 
I've always felt at home with them. So I tried talking to her. She didn't say much. I gathered that she might be going to work in the city at someone's house. As a maid, a household helper. She knew very little, couldn't have seen much. She probably hadn't gone to school. An address? Does she know where she is going? Among all the dense concrete? A girl's life is hard, especially if you are cursed to be poor. It's gone even before you start on it. There is all the work, but even more than being tied to these endless tasks, it's the mean, hurtful way people speak to you. If you dream for a moment, you are asked, why are you twiddling your thumbs? You're not supposed to want anything, let alone allow your heart or yourself to travel. No one lets you forget that you are born a girl, not a boy. Freedom? What does that word mean to us? Going to school? Learning? And then marriage? Does that set you free? This girl must have dreamt too. She must have let her heart travel. She didn't say much, so I found myself watching her a lot of the time. She does smile, now and then. Is there a haunted look about her? Are her eyes trusting? I think that she is like a bird, a delicate bird in an invisible cage. If we were to open the door, she might fly away into freedom. Or maybe she would hesitate, not knowing where to go. Perhaps this is not what she is all about at all. This is my sense of her. I was so absorbed in this girl that I hardly noticed my own journey, the changing landscape and the new light. I was full of the girl, caught in the fate I imagined for her and made my own. I had become her in some way. Before I even knew it, we had reached Chennai and it was time to get off. The girl with the sad eyes vanished even as I looked around. I turned to gather my things and my heart was heavy. Then, as I looked around, I saw a girl and stopped in my tracks. This other girl was poor too and her clothes were torn. She had lost her leg but she managed to push her cart around confidently. Two boys pointed to her and laughed but she wasn't bothered. She spoke to her customers, counted out money and weighed out fruit. She's her own creature, I thought. She's walking around, she's earning and supporting her family. The sight of this girl, an ordinary sight really, still changed something deeply for me. My anguish for my sad travelling companion was no longer so sharp and confused. I wish that things go well for her. We are all in this together. I remember thinking, lost, but not quite. We have to take what we have, go our own ways, and try to make the most of it. So here I am, having painted the story of a girl's journey, now imagining my own future as a woman. Some things are given, but it's a question of how life changes and how we walk into future. I'm unsure, but unafraid, and I have some hope. I want to be brave and different. <laughs>